millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. The following podcast is a production of the Factual Data Creations Facility. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the OFNT podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart New Tech. I'm your host and resident old fart, Jim Schaefer, and the podcast, at least to me, is The New Tech. I hope this finds you well and you're having a great week. Are you a track phone customer? Well, not anymore. Verizon has gobbled up, get the joke, the low price carrier for a measly $6 billion. If I were you, I'd expect rates to go up. Looking forward to Apple's digital state license feature? Well, you'll be looking even more forward as it's been delayed for a year. Good news for globalists. There's a new COVID kid in town. The B1529 variant has arrived, supposedly from the friendly shores of Africa. The new mutation is said to be smarter at evading protections and has caused the world's stock markets to crash. Hey, Peloton and Zoom shares went up, though, so there's that. All this as holiday travel has reached record levels in the United States. Wow! Well, I hope you all had a good Thanksgiving. If you happen to celebrate it, that is. If you don't, well, I hope you had a good Thursday the 25th. Tech news. Unless you were on the lookout for so-called deals on Black Friday, there weren't any real tech stories this week, at least none that I was interested in. This whole year has been a washout for tech news. The only time there is some news is when Apple, Google, or Samsung hold an event. This is causing havoc on the tech press industry, especially the YouTube tech sites. The moral of this story, kids, is... If you're thinking of launching a tech podcast or YouTube channel, 
Heck, even an old-timey blog. Well, think again. If this continues, I'll have to consider putting this section of the show on ice. <laughs> Tech I'm using. If you happen to listen to the last episode of the show, and judging by the stats, not too many of you have, then you would know about my identity theft problems. Well, my son-in-law Stephen and my daughter Jessica decided to help me out by buying and installing a ring doorbell for me. I've had Arlo cameras before, but the continual need for battery changes made them a real pain in the butt. I then bought a Chinese knockoff of the ring doorbell, but that thing would alert if a flea landed on a dog across the street, and that was no matter how I adjusted the settings. The knockoff finally gave up the ghost after about six months or so. I figured I'd just buy another one and slip it into the existing mount, but guess what? That model and company is no longer available. You get what you pay for, I guess. The ring doorbell was easy to install, but suffered the same problem the knockoff had. It just wouldn't connect to my Wi-Fi. I fixed this in a manner I won't disclose here for security reasons, but it's very frustrating that I had to do so. The ring worked good, but it never quite caught the mailman delivering the mail or anyone approaching the door until they were right up on it. I had to mount the thing in a different spot, and then I had the problem of it alerting on everything. I adjusted the coverage area and sensitivity, which has solved the problem. I like the ring doorbell so much that I scored a ring stick-up cam to cover the back of the house for $20 off on Black Friday. It arrived yesterday, and my son-in-law graciously installed it for me today. So far, so good, and I think it's well worth the cost. Well, all right. Time to update the status of my workout regimen. I woke up last Sunday morning, checked my Aura Ring app, and checked my readiness stat. Well, it was 86, which is optimal. The app told me that I should try and challenge myself and even took the liberty of setting my activity goal slightly higher. Ha! Challenge accepted. I decided to do a 45-minute ride on Apple Fitness Plus. You know, 30 minutes is my normal time, so what's another 15 minutes, I figured? Well, there is no such thing as a beginner's ride on Fitness Plus, though the instructors do tell you not to force yourself. Now, I'm not an overly competitive person, but I try my best to keep up. It was a rough ride, and I started running out of gas at the 25-minute mark, but did my best to push through. I finished in the top quarter of riders, as usual, but I really felt it this time. I was tired for the rest of the day and even went to bed a little earlier. Upon waking up Monday and not feeling very good, I checked my Aura app and saw my readiness score was at 48, and my resting heart rate was way up as well as my temperature. The app recommended that I rest. You know, sure enough, my stomach ached and I wasn't feeling very well. I felt like I had to go to the bathroom, but my bowels wouldn't spit anything out. I stayed home from work and took laxatives, but not until after midnight did they decide to work, and they worked sparingly. The next morning, I still felt like crap, get it? And the Aura app confirmed this, giving me a readiness score of 51. My heart rate and temperature were still higher than normal also, but a little lower than the previous night. I decided to go to work, but all I could eat all day was an apple. 
Though my readiness score increased the next day, the Aura app suggested I still rest, and that's exactly what I did for the next two days. Friday, I was back in the saddle as the Aura app gave me a readiness score of 90. No mention of challenging myself, though. I did a Peloton warm-up ride, a Peloton 30-minute ride, and then a Peloton cool-down ride. While feeling better, I'm still not back to being 100%. You know, the one thing that Peloton does better is it gives you a difficulty level of each ride you attempt. Apple Fitness really needs to step up its game if it wants to compete. I don't know if it was the 45-minute ride or what, but I can definitely tell you I overdid it and that probably contributed to my sickness. This whole experience had made me realize for the first time in my life that I just can't keep up with the youngsters any longer. Entertainment news. After the great holiday meal on Thursday, I decided to try and watch the Apple TV Plus marquee series, The Morning Show, once again. I'd previously watched the first three episodes of its second season, but punched out because of the constant SJW plots, but figured that maybe it would calm down as the season went on. Boy, was I wrong about that. I made it through two more episodes and was subjected to even more baseless virtue signaling, which kept ratcheting up as the episodes went on. Disgusted at this direction, I finally punched out. I'd had enough. It appears every character in the show is a victim, except the straight white males. They're mostly portrayed as evil or goofy, sometimes both. I can't see this show appealing to many people, but the most hardcore social justice warriors out there. But what do I know these days? One of the main characters played by Steve Carell is killed off this season, or so I've heard, which usually means the show is faltering in my experience. I know it has been renewed for a couple more seasons, I think, but I'd like to see the audience numbers. I'd bet that they're decreasing despite the star power on board for this show. The sooner this mess ends, the better, in my opinion. After that, I switched over to the Netflix hit show You, which I loved during the lockdowns last year. This season, while okay, seems to have lost some of its magic. Perhaps it's the suburban California setting and the new situations presented. I don't know, but it left me wishing that the main character was again unattached and back in New York on the prowl. Again disappointed, I switched to the Netflix series, it's a new series, Cowboy Bebop, which is based on the original 1999 anime series, but this is live action. It had gotten terrible reviews from the fans of the cartoon original, which I've never seen. Well, I loved it. I binge-watched all episodes of the inaugural season over a couple of days. You know, it reminded me of the Disney Plus series Mandalorian without the shiny and impossible tech and the social justice themes that took over that series. Cowboy Bebop is more of a gritty film noir private eye story. I highly recommend it. Podcasting news. I like the tech section. There really isn't any news on this front. Some new audio equipment has been released, but none of it appeals to me. In my opinion, I think the podcasting party is over. It's oversaturated by celebrities and big production studios cranking out scripted content and news formats, all of which have drowned out the one thing that made podcasting special, at least to me, the independent voices. And this might be a good thing overall. Maybe the independent voices will make a comeback. 
That is, unless they find a way to fully censor the podcast space. And let me tell you, they're working overtime to do this under the guise of ferreting out misinformation. What they really want is to stop all resistance to the agenda, whatever it might be. Now, I think uh, I have an idea of what that agenda is. For the time being, I'll be here putting my thoughts out there, even if hardly anyone listens any longer. (laughs) Time for a rant. The Thanksgiving holiday has come and gone, at least for those who celebrate it anyway. You know, since I've been married with children, and now grandchildren, it has become my favorite holiday. It doesn't hurt that my lovely wife is a grade-A cook who puts out a terrific spread year after year. I enjoy a peaceful day with my family and end it by doing what an old fart is expected to do, and that's falling asleep in an easy chair in front of a flickering LED panel. Well, in the old days, it used to be a constantly flickering cathode ray tube, but hey, Times have changed, and boy, have they. Well, these days, the SJWs, Virtue Signalers, and Wokesters are now trying to cancel this holiday, too. And why wouldn't they, right? They've already destroyed Christmas by first taking the religious significance from it and then changing the greeting from Merry Christmas to Happy Holidays, because these days, Christianity is seen as evil. The current tact for canceling Thanksgiving is labeling the white Christian settlers as colonists and mass murderers, along with the obligatory slavers. You know, I doubt many current residents of this country could trace their lineage back to these first settlers who, along with the native people, celebrated the first Thanksgiving. For example, my family on my father's side arrived from Hamburg in the late 1880s after feeling persecuted for being Catholics in a Lutheran country. On my mother's side, they didn't arrive until the 1930s. My grandfather worked factory jobs until he could amass enough money to buy land that he could farm back in the old country. When he did, they all went packing back to Ireland just to do that. My mother was the only child born here, so she came back to the USA in the mid-1940s. What I'm trying to say here is that most people who live here now had ancestors that had absolutely nothing to do with colonization, slavery, and the like. If these virtue-signaling, woke, social justice warriors are so concerned, why don't they give up their land back to the native people and move somewhere else in the world? Well, they don't want to because that's not what they are really after. What do they really want? They want not to rewrite history, they want to erase it. They have the idea that they will usher in a worker's utopia. That's right, they are communists. Whether these, uh, to coin a phrase from Lenin, useful idiots, know it or not. You and I know this has all been tried before. First with the Soviet Union, the current People's Republic of China, North Korea, Cambodia, and the list goes on. The only thing those countries succeeded in ushering in were war, famine, and the installation of a brutal dictatorship which preys on its own citizens. This is the byproduct of the radicals of the 1960s settling into the education system after their revolution failed. 
These days, they label themselves as anti-fascist, but they demonstrate the same characteristics and tendencies as Nazis. Remember, Nazi is short for National Socialist Party. Those guys were not right-wing anythings. The difference between them and the communists of that time was that the Nazis allowed private businesses under the watchful eyes of the party. The company strayed too far from the party's values or got powerful enough to challenge the party, they were quickly reeled in. Does that sound familiar to you? Well, it should, because that's exactly what the CCP is doing now. They allowed private industry and now is cracking down on it. Hey, but the Nazis persecuted Jews and other people, you say. Yes, they did. But what about Falun Gong and the Uyghur people? Or how about the Hmong people of Laos? This woke movement has to be stopped. How? I don't know. If I did, all this wouldn't be happening now. Episode 101 ends with that wordy rant as I patiently await the next lockdown. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you and hope you found it worth your while. You can always contact me at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. You can tell me what things you liked or disliked about the show. I'd love hearing from you. I'll be seeing you. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Now get over your post-holiday blues. Don't trigger my ring smart doorbell. And get off my lawn. I'm out. I'll see you next week. Take care. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.